0: They're going. Um, Surprisingly, I've gotten busier through all of this um, with the campaign, but then also just working at my part-time job at the local wine store. Like our staff has been, you know, left like two-thirds of our staff is gone now. So just trying to do all that, but our business hasn't really slowed down.
1: That's Matt Miller. He's a candidate for New York State Assembly in the 131st District. A couple months ago, he was in studio for another podcast I host called Inside the Finger Lakes. We talked about his campaign, but at the time, not too much about his day job. He touts himself as a progressive, but he's also a veteran and most uniquely now is what New York State deems an essential worker. That clip you just heard was pulled from a conversation we recorded yesterday where we went in-depth on frontline workers, the financial challenges of those on the front lines, and how issues related to them will blend into a campaign permanently altered by COVID-19. Today on the show, a conversation with Matt Miller. This is The Daily Debrief, our show about the stories that matter.
0: I have some of my co-workers who are, you know, in the beginning of this, were so terrified that if they got sick or if our liquor store wasn't deemed essential, we were going to lose our jobs. And she wasn't going to be able to pay for rent. And then there wasn't the eviction thing into place yet. So, I mean, she yeah. was almost in tears thinking that her whole life was going to crumble. And that's only because she would have missed one week of worth of paychecks.
1: That reality is a significant one for those who live paycheck to paycheck. Numerous studies over the last five years have shown that a growing portion of the population is living on the brink of financial collapse. Even an unexpected car repair could be enough to create major financial strain. Despite that though, Matt says support from customers and the community has been strong throughout the pandemic.
0: Um, It's definitely been interesting and chaotic at the same time. Uh, A lot of our customers have been really appreciative and supportive of us and kind of working with us and helping us out. Um, It definitely is stressful. Like I said, two thirds of our staff is gone. So we're really just trying to lean on each other and smile and laugh our way through the best that we can. Even though we're not healthcare uh, frontline workers, we definitely are getting a lot of stress from this for sure. But we're all working together and we're, we're getting through for sure.
1: That internal community is also worth spotlighting. See, frontline workers, even those working at grocery stores, share a bond that likely won't fade in our lifetime. This pandemic has permanently changed things, even within store staffs.
0: That's, That's, yeah, that's what we have to do, honestly. And it is, even within our story, you know, our relationships between coworkers are definitely strengthening, but you kind of have, you know, as a veteran, when you see somebody in the military, you know, you're like, oh, you were in the army too. And you kind of have this instant bond. And that's kind of what's starting to happen now to all of us frontline workers, whether you work at Wegmans, Tops, and the liquor store, whatever, it's, we see each other, oh, you're an essential worker too. Like we know exactly (laughs) what's going on with each other.
1: (laughs) All of that said though, a strong community isn't a voucher that can be used to pay rent. And that situation Matt played out from his own store in Canadagua isn't unique at all. That's why the dollars and cents of frontline workers yeah, has um, taken okay, center stage. Hey,
0: um, I know that that has not really been an old conversation. I mean, it's not a new one, but I'm starting to see those who fall on that Republican conservative side who are now also advocating for the fact that essential workers should be getting hazard pay or pay more or some kind of bonus or something like that. So, really, just seeing a whole shift to these. Problems that we've always all been talking about, but they're now really being highlighted because they're front and center. We're talking about access to healthcare, access to a livable wage, access just to have mobility now and just to be able to move around in transportation, things like that. Um, so pretty much all the issues that we were talking about and really trying to put out there, this pandemic has highlighted them in the necessity of why we need to act so fast on those issues.
1: But it's not just about those working on the front lines. When it's all said and done, a lot of people are going to be hurting. Matt is also advocating for significant assistance to small businesses and local farmers, something he's seen support for grow in recent weeks amid the pandemic.
0: And even just beyond just, you know, raising wages and things like that, just support in general for small businesses and farms. You know, we put out a press release not too long ago, you know, saying that we the USDA needs to release aid to help out our small farmers. Um, and Now we're starting to see Senator Gillibrand as well as Brian Cole from the Assembly kind of pushing that same message as well. Um, even small businesses, I, I mean, when you work behind a register, you hear a lot and I kind of have a unique, you know, that unique perspective. And I've been hearing a lot of small business owners talking about how they haven't received much funds either. So if anything, really, it's just really pointing a clear picture for people who really were not involved in politics or kind of these kind of issues and just brushed them off. It's really putting a path forward for people to see where they can jump on and kind of move forward I'm putting these progressive values out there. It, definitely. It, it's clear as day that, I mean, I have some of my co-workers.
1: So, what's next? Well, for Matt, he's going to keep campaigning, albeit digitally. And when the time comes that he's able to get back out, his team will be ready. However, he doesn't plan on letting these issues slip away into the ether. You can find him online by searching Matt Miller for Assembly. If you'd like to hear the rest of our conversation, that will be released on Thursday. Just visit fingerlakes1.com to check that out. And hey, before we go, I have two quick favors to ask. First, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, rate the show five stars. It helps new listeners find the program and also lets us know that you enjoy what we're doing here. Second, we know times are tough, but if you're in a position to do so and enjoy these podcasts and our otherwise entirely paywall-free experience at fingerlakes1.com, visit patreon.com slash fl1 and become a monthly supporter. We appreciate all of you, and of course, thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. The Debrief is our daily show about the stories that matter in the Finger Lakes region and upstate New York. Look for new episodes each morning on fingerlakes1.com or wherever you get podcasts, and be sure to check out archived episodes by visiting fingerlakes1.com slash debrief. If you have an idea for an episode or would like us to find an answer to a question you have, email news at fingerlakes1.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.